to oh boy, that's the worst intro ever. That's, that is <laughs> that's it. Pretty yeah. bad. Let me start over. Uh, let me let me remove my hand from around your testicles. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Uh, <laughs> welcome. Uh, this is the year in review episode. We do this every year in December. Uh, kind of look at the the games and the soundtracks that came out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, host Brett Elston, VGEmpire.com. You can support us on Patreon.com/slash/LaserTime mm-hmm. or check us out on Twitter and all that good stuff. But three people joining me to talk about this year's soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Rego over uh, here. Chris Antista, lasertimepodcast.com, uh, host of the Laser Time Show, and couldn't be more excited about the track we came in with. Yes, we'll mm-hmm. talk about it momentarily right mm-hmm. after these two guys with the same first name. Whoa, uh, mystical Chinese shaman Egg Shen here. <laughs> it's pronounced shaman. <laughs> shaman. Uh, and you're also that, I guess? I, yeah, I'm also mystical Chinese shaman Egg Shen. Uh, Raparas. Raparas, yes. Raparas. Michael Raparas, uh, Wikiparas. And uh, as I'm introducing myself as Wikipars, did you know that a soundtrack is a way to track the sound in mm. a work of media? I'll have to check this out. Show them in a locker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what brought us in was the main theme to Rocket League. Uh, Mike Altz. Uh, this is one of the soundtracks that's available. Uh, I mean, when we do these year-end wrap-ups, uh, I try to focus on stuff that came out this year because a lot of the episodes throughout the year are... Games that are 20 years old, 30 years old, mm-hmm. uh, 900 years old for the yeah. chess episode, which you really should check out. It's pretty good. Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> you can hear the felt sliding on the marble board. <laughs> um, just people humming. Um, but you this... can hear Bobby Fischer thinking something anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good uh, drunk history about him, actually. Um, but uh, that also means a lot of the stuff that we play on this episode is... is thankfully easy to buy mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the stuff we cover on the show is not available to purchase but this is so Rocket League you can actually get I think I got mine on Amazon mm-hmm. uh, digital we encourage uh, you to too yes you should because buying game music is good <laughs> um, but this is a game I did not spend as much time with as I know y'all did I, I think it Chris, might be just like, me yeah. okay. but yeah. I mean that's just Chris that's why I, I didn't know we'd start up the show with it but it's probably a good one especially for, for game music in general and I know we, we've you're kind of weary about playing uh, game songs that are like just existing tracks, but yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. a theme. We came in with a theme from Rocket League, and it was like that for a long time. And yeah. then, and it was man, that sweet deal of it being free on PS4. Uh, like yeah, all yeah. like like thirty thousand people were playing like all the time for months. Yeah, and, and I think and that's so, single handedly justified your PS Plus purchase. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's it, to me it's one of the game the games of the year. It's uh it's the second coming of NBA Jam, where all of a sudden everybody cares about this sport who never gave a crap about it before. Oh, I still couldn't mm-hmm. be paid to care about soccer. Yeah, yeah, Fun but game. like all of a sudden everybody's kind of learning the fundamentals of soccer to play Rocket League, and it's 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 easy to play. It's it's difficult to get really good at. Has a DeLorean in it. Has a DeLorean in it. There's new DLC, but another one of the most exciting things I thought about it for and, and, and for VG Empire's purposes is that after a while that theme song went away, and they started introducing new tracks everywhere, and they'd cite the artist. And for someone who doesn't listen to the radio anymore, like I have no mechanism of introducing me to new music. Rocket League knew that and built it, uh, built a little system to promote artists, like artists you'd never heard of. So yeah, there's so a this, this is cool. called New Rocket League theme mm-hmm. song. I'm sure there's an ad in front of it, but uh, <laughs> who can blame them? Oh no! So yeah, this is the new one. I have to imagine it has something to do with licensing issues. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, but like you're saying they have to pick an artist. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of start. Yeah, there's a little thing at the bottom of the screen that tells you the artist and uh, what label they're on. This is Hollywood Principles Firework. 
<laughs> but I mean, it's all going to be music that's going to fit this aesthetic of Rocket League, which is yeah, it's futuristic sport where we race cars <laughs> in a, an arena dome, trying to kick a ball into the. It's so it is so cool. Rocket League is probably one of my games of the year, yeah, just because it came out of nowhere, and I can't believe. The whole world was ready to play something like that, and it worked so well. It had been a while since there was just a jump in, yep. learn, the, learn the rules in five mm-hmm. seconds, and go. Mm-hmm. You said it's probably one of your games of the year a couple times now. Do you want to commit? Um, say yeah, it is? I, I think it's it just that it's it's new. Like if I, When I say like I love Monster Hunter Frightfully or, new. or I love mm. Bloodborne, I, I knew I was mm. going to love that. I didn't see Rocket League coming. Much like an attempt from Messi, am I right? You didn't see it coming. <laughs> I, I, need, I, need, I need a Wikipedia. What is everybody talking about? Grim was making a soccer um. Um So everything we said about Rocket League could almost be said about Fast Racing Neo, <laughs> mm-hmm. which showed up uh, at the last second with almost no fanfare on the Wii U e- shop uh $15 f-zero style game and i only wanted to include it here because it came out the same week that we're recording the episode it came out Mm -hmm. on december 10th Mm -hmm. which is like really Mm -hmm. and outside of the fact that i'm angry that this isn't an (laughs) f-zero game it just looks like even the logo looks like it should be an f-zero like it has f yo like f it begins with the letter f and ends with eo so it's just like and it, I don't know. It's hovercraft. It's publishing it. It's an exclusive. I, it doesn't make any sense that this shouldn't have just gotten yeah. the, the it, brand whipped on it. It, it reeks mm-hmm. of like, and knowing a little bit how more how it works behind the scenes, mm-hmm. like I can get that there. I, I imagine someone somewhere in NOA or NOE was like, can we like spend like an extra like six grand, like six figures, maybe a million, and turn this into an F Zero game as like test the waters. And like, it almost happened, and then it didn't. And then it, yeah, I'm sure there's. I'm sure, there has to be a story as to why this isn't an F Zero game. It, yeah. The ships look more wipeout, but the course designs and like the music and the just the it plays speed. More the speed. <laughs> yeah, and there's no weapons, but we'll do the title screen from this. I don't know the composer because this, this came out this week, and I was just like, you know, I should throw it in there because it also the music does remind me of Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to have the longevity or popularity by any means of Rocket League, and it's not even the same remotely the same game, but the you music... love for F-Zero, I'd say pick, it's 15 bucks, man. 15 pick bucks on Wii U. Like, Your Wii U ain't doing nothing else. Yeah, well, Xeno's <laughs> Blade, which we'll get into later, uh, but this is the title screen to Fast Racing Neo. Fast Racing Neo!
So it's kind of repetitive, but I mean, it, you're only supposed to be on that idling at the title screen for a mere minute, sorry, seconds. So, sure. but that's that's like the soundtrack is so F Zero GX, but of course it just came out, so like I can't find clean versions. And big surprise, the album's not out to buy anywhere because who buys game music and who cares? So, uh, well, it's a German company, I think. So, yeah, the idea that this Mm. is ever going to be available to buy somewhere Mm. is, it'll take, like, the composer... It'll be on Steam I'm sure it'll be on vinyl in three (laughs) weeks. That's the weird place to be. Street Fighter 2 vinyl out now. Man, that soundtrack, like, playing it, we did a stream of it on, uh, now it's the archives on youtube.com slash lasertime network. I wish. Well, I guess it's not. But we streamed it on twitch.tv slash laser time. That happened. Nice um, but right. uh, It'll be up there. It's just not up there yet. Right. Mm. Uh, well, by the time this posts, I'm sure it will be. Oh, finished. let us pray. <laughs> uh, but no, it's super fast and crazy. and like, But the music and the announcer, it's so F0GX. And one day I'll probably do a proper uh, episode about Fast Racing Neo. Moving on into the next uh, game here was few months ago and is so loaded with music this is also a great candidate for like its own vg mini which is the new series we'll be starting uh thanks to the patreon efforts of uh, uh in, in between the bi-weekly episodes we'll do an episode that's about a game that may not fit otherwise in a bigger scheme where it might not fill a whole hour worth of talking about a series or a, a trio of games but uh this came out this year and includes so many games that it requires uh, this stuffing. It reminds me of Winnie the Pooh. But it, the main thing is when you turn this on, and what kind of uh, made the rounds when this first came out was this elaborate opening theme song. Where Truly they truly unbelievable, and, yeah. and something I, I think the rare games are beyond celebrate. We're celebrating, but I couldn't believe a major publisher agreed with me. Uh, yeah. So like this whole. So the reason I didn't want to play this in the break is without the words on the screen, you cannot tell what they are saying. Yes. It's very yeah. British. Because it is just 30, like conquers. It is thirty characters in different cartoon voices <laughs> singing in unison, so it's yeah. like the pimples into mesh, the fighting stove of bubbles. Bill Clinton Bill Clinton plays the sex. Yes. Uh, <laughs> But uh, what I did love about this was, outside of, like, all the games in there, which is, like, a lot, of, a lot of the pre-NES stuff, which goes over my head a little, like Jetpack. Oh, those, and... are, those are awful. <laughs> but, but the, <laughs> like, everything starting with the NES is, like, it is, yeah. be- it is a beautiful collection. Just because you never owned a Sinclair, all right? <laughs> <laughs> my Sinclair? Your Sinclair. <laughs> uh, but uh, all the way up to the N64, like, mm-hmm. having Blast Core somewhere yeah. with, with, like... Goals and achievements and I stuff. I only like, call oh. them C tier games because I feel like I'm one of the few people who still talk about them with reverence. But they're excellent, excellent games that I think most of the world is unaware of, and they're releasing this beautiful, probably the best collection of the year. Yeah, with that first Sorry, party, <laughs> with that first party money. I don't work there anymore. With that, fir- <laughs> with that first party money, man. Of course, Rare's uh, reverent thirty uh, year collection is going to be loaded to the gills. I, just, I, mean, I still can't believe that it happened. I still can't believe they I'm treated su- it that well. I'm surprised that it happened, and the degree to which they spent money on it mm-hmm. was kind of impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I wanted to play from this, though, was every single one of the games, when you go to the menu, has a like orchestrated or amped up version of the main th- of, of a popular song from that game. So, like, this deserves a mini in and of itself. But like the th- the was thirty games, like all of them having their own like beautiful new version of it. And I wanted to play some of them here now. 
which is the most purred way I could introduce this segment. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to go into uh, and so these were most a lot of these are David Wise songs, but I don't know who actually made these new orchestrated versions. But mm. this is uh, we'll begin with RC Pro Am, and it will fade into Cobra Triangle, which are really good. And then that'll go into uh, after that we'll do the Battletoads one. And again, these are just like this is like the so many things about game music that do this for me where like this is it feels so throwaway where like mm-hmm. they go on for like a minute and a half and it's like most people would be like Battletoads A won't even listen to it yeah. and it's like this is really cool that all these games got this treatment like not some yeah. of them not only the popular Dude, ones RC like, Pro <laughs> yeah so RC Pro M and Cobra Triangle kind of mixed into one RC uh, Pro M has like three seconds of music in the game oh, you'll... and they orchestrated something new with yeah. it. and then after that we'll do Battletoads and we'll be back
Wow, that was dead on. You mentioned uh, those interludes sound a lot like the whole Punch Out, the Wii. Wii Punch yeah. Out Wii. It would take the themes you already kind of knew of like the well the the main theme and then right. turn it into like here's the French version, here's yeah. the Turkish version. And it almost sounds like a it's not like a symphony, but like maybe yeah. a chamber music kind of thing. It's like here's yeah. the trumpet, here's some strings, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought all those were really cool. Just like they took the time to like give because. In that collection, that's some, one of those is someone's favorite game. Like, Chris loves Cobra Triangle. Oh, it's the best ever. You're a little boat with a helicopter blade, and you can get weapon power-ups, and even, like, an, a Gradius-style option, and improve your speed, and missiles, and homing missiles. It's, like, it's so cool. It's needlessly cool. Giant boss battles. Save the Men was going to be a, the original title of the Laser Time Network, based yeah. on a level in Cobra Triangle. Yeah. Chris, um, you're still going to have to repeat the fourth grade. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So Save the Men, I'm guessing it's a reaction to some sort of radical feminist something. Uh, it did sound like that. I think it was more had to do with we were all unhappy with our jobs. Yeah. And, and, but, but two, Save the Men became shorthand for Cobra Triangle, and then I loaded up and played it, and like, the game never actually says that. It says Protect the Men. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> which, is, which sounds really MRA. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, yeah, and, and when you describe the game like that, it really does sound like a third grader going, like, I, it should be a cool, like, a third grader from the 80s. Like... <laughs> It should be a badass speedboat, yeah. And it should shoot missiles and bullets and war pools and should fight dragons. There aren't any actual cobras in the game because cobras are the best snake. <laughs> they have hoods and they spit venom and they have jetpacks. I have a time life book about the Bermuda Triangle that my dad made, <laughs> and that sounds cool as hell. It's, it's part of a set with hauntings and uh, psychic phenomena. <sighs> it's it's a, a, an odd name. But also from a company who I will just say right now is terrible at naming games. Uh, rare. Oh. rare is What's fil- wrong with their names? What's wrong with something What's like... What's wrong with Grand by the Ghoulies? And Snake, Rattle, and Roll? That's hey, great. Come on, that's classic. <laughs> and Connect Sports. <laughs> Get the fudge out of here. Well, Battletoads, I know what I'm getting. Battletoads, there you that's go. True. Very yes. clear to the point. Honesty and everything. That's a name I can marry. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it and I instantly know what I'm in for. That's a name you take home to your dads. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, moving on. Uh, it's a game that... Uh, uh, man, the, the, pe- the I love this soundtrack so much. Uh, Codename Steam, which I only played a few levels of, and then like work got in the way, because of the time that this came out, I, there was no way I was going to finish it. A lot of composer, uh, Yoshito Hirano, who worked on Days of Ruin, Dual Strike, uh, Thousand Year Door. This soundtrack is outrageously good. Um, so the game, as you might know, is kind of like a Nintendo spin on XCOM where you have you know units on a field and you can move them around. This is Intelligent Designs who did Advance Wars and yeah. everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Didn't get quite as much love, but I, I, since I didn't finish it because it obviously didn't grab me quite as much as Advance Wars does, um, it seemed like it didn't kind of pay off all, all that well throughout... You know, like you play a few rounds, and I, I don't really know all the criticisms of it because I didn't finish it. So sure. I, I, I thought the main was that, that the animations took way too long. Like the presentation of the game is overly elongated. It is like it, it has that like steampunk comic book mm-hmm. thing. It's like doing. When you want to jump right into battle because that's what you're doing throughout most of the yeah, game. Yeah, and it's doing like two aesthetics. It's like well, it's like a comic book, but it's also like a steampunk thing. But it's also like there's aliens and different races and there's like animal people and like, like so there's Abraham a, Lincoln's on the front of the box. Yeah, right? there's like yeah. there's a lot going on, but uh the music it's right out of Days of Ruin. It it picks up where Advance Wars left off music wise and nice. uh I'm I'm oh boy. Give me a taste. I uh, hear so uh, yeah. we're gonna do four songs from this because uh, this is like one of my favorite things of the whole show. Uh 
Chris, you plug it in your vape. Yeah, I gotta charge mm. my cigarette. Thanks, Elton. Gotta charge my cigarette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What flavor you got there? Is that's it still the, coastal butter? No, it's still coastal butter. Wow. Charging my cigarette? That's the. That's problems. your catchphrase of 2015. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll do four songs because I couldn't pick and I didn't want to wait to do a VG Mini. And oh my God. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with uh, Deadly Dance 2. Uh, okay. It starts... Uh, Electric Boogaloo. Yes, there, you go. there we go. Which is a great the documentary. Uh, but it, uh, it sounds... It starts up, like, right out of a Days of Ruin track. You'll hear it, and you go, like, okay, Advance Wars is back. Like, this is just what I wanted. Uh, but the, the, the clarity is so much better. Like, the DS, the original DS had... You could tell it was, like, fuzzy. And there's, like... I feel like there's still no good version of the Days of Ruin soundtrack where, mm-hmm. where it's, like, yeah. clear. It's, yeah. Um, but... Uh, these guitars that just hang around for a while and like sustain well, <laughs> they, they linger they won't really well leave. yeah like the sustained notes were like it'll just wah, Days of Ruin would have been a much better name for Laser Time now that I think about it alright uh, <laughs> but the the grandeur of this reminds me of Toshinden 2 a bit which Ooh. if you go back to that episode of Toshinden <laughs> music like holy crap like Toshinden 1 and 2 well mostly 2 but uh, that's Deadly Dance 2 after that is Death Sweetness 3 uh, which is uh, my notes are wub which is a Japanese snuff film <laughs> uh, my notes are wub guitar strings so man am I in uh, after that is Steam Steel Strangers 3 uh, which uh, I man my notes are terrible uh, kind of lost for words it's so damn good so after <laughs> and, that, and for the next song, it's just a drawing of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I drew in word, but after that is a song called "Showdown." Uh, there was a Reddit upload. Um, your amiibos will unlock Fire Emblem levels, and with that come Fire Emblem tracks. Uh. And uh, some people were able to get the song out of there because it's it is. If you know your Fire Emblem stuff, like not only is it like a great track on its own, you don't need to know any Fire Emblem, but like it's this extra payoff for fans. Uh, but it's incredible. So Deadly Dance 2, Death Sweetness 3, Steam Steel Strangers 3, and Showdown from Codename Steam.
I am like sweating how much I, I actually have to unzip my hoodie. Like, that was really good. Oh, yeah, man. That was really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the second you started playing it, I was like, yes, I definitely hear the Advance Wars influences yeah. here. Yeah, it's also credited as uh, Yoshito Sekigawa. So I, I had Hirano and Sekigawa, so one of the two. But Days of Ruin, Dual Strike, both it really. We did a uh, episode ten of VG Empire nine hundred years ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's called it honoring Advance Wars, and we covered those games back then. I'm also convinced like that guy has the most metal drums in like all yeah. the video game music. It's always just like like yeah. triples on like double bass. No, 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 so all, good. Yeah. Uh, we streamed Home Alone for Super NES this week. Oh. Uh, co- completely. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris did finish it thanks I to beat, creeping saves. I beat Home Alone. Wow, guys, I'm impressed. Like, I, I'm sorry. These are milestones I don't I, get anymore. I played that game for a whole weekend when I rented it, and I did not manage to beat it. <laughs> it, uh, it is it's awful. hard. But that, it had that weird... stove kept killing me in the basement. <laughs> it had, happens. strangely, not an enemy in the game. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a boss fight, isn't no, it? No, you fight a spider, a ghost, huh. a rat, and then another spider. This is the Super Nintendo. Yeah, one. yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then the mayor of Yarnum, corrupted <laughs> Beast Lord. That's later. Well, it yeah. That's later in the show. Was it? A, was it a washing machine? It doesn't matter. Some it's I the remember movie. fighting an appliance. Yes, it's the movie. No, no, that doesn't happen. Shut up. Okay, love that. No, I'm, <laughs> my favorite moment in Home Alone when he tells the the wood chipper to shut. What? What is that thing? A furnace? It's a wood burning stove. I thought. Shut up. Because no. well, we had one in our basement, and I just yeah, cuddled up next to it. Something. Yeah, <laughs> you can cook an egg. On I'm that Florida one. boy. When it gets hot enough, you can cook an egg on. We had mud vacuum as long as it's clean. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep it. I mean, it'll I mean, heat. You'll, you'll want to wipe off the hairs first. It'll but, heat the uh, whole house. But yeah. I'm like so lost right now. <laughs> know, this, is, this is the beauty of recording an episode in the evening. We're all drinking. Yeah, I mean, well, look, that's where I'm. It's where I'm from. I can. Anyway. anyway, Chris is going to speed run Home Alone, and this is the first step to work. I that. thought I did a good job. One hour. Yeah, That's we did it levels. in an hour. The point was that there are random, weird, like fast drums, like in, uh, okay, okay. in otherwise not great music, where yeah. you're just like, "What? Why are the drums so in my face?" Mm-hmm. Um, moving on from this is another uh, Nintendo only joint, which is Xenoblade Chronicles X, which is a soundtrack that is like so huge. Eventually, it'll get its own episode, but like... It's so huge, it's going to collapse into itself. It is very close. Uh, I bought the soundtrack in Japan. It's four discs. It's massive. So, But I did... It was one of those things where, like, I was so... I would be remiss in my duties to not at least touch upon it. This does bring somewhat to light, though. I, I should have had Splatoon in this episode, and it's not... <gasps> Only because I do want to do an episode that is just Splatoon, mm-hmm. like, okay. and soon. I don't want to wait for it. Whereas Xenoblade, I'm like, I need to play it and get through it, and like, I need to, I need to learn, like, what what are the tracks I want to so share? 2017, maybe, yeah. maybe if we're lucky. <laughs> uh, I started it, um, but it's a huge soundtrack with like Yoko Shimomura is, is on the soundtrack. There's which we a, just learned a terrible special edition soundtrack that came with the special edition of the game. That comes on an 800 megabyte USB jump drive. Oh, right. That is uncopyable and takes over all of your drives, so you cannot copy the music off of the, the jump drive. Wow. Yeah. That's what the extra money will get you. Wowie, wow, wow, wow. I was luckily in Japan earlier this year and picked it up. Uh, uh, so I have the discs, but uh, also, uh, Manami Kyoto, like, it's a huge soundtrack with tons of great music, but. Uh, 
it is a lot like Xenoblade Chronicles all, that came out on Wii, and Chris, you've been playing the 3DS one off and mm-hmm. on lately. Yeah, for sure. It's a beautiful game with a great soundtrack, as it is, but, like, it's just so big, I have barely touched upon it, where Splatoon, I can at least... I've listened to that soundtrack since, like, June, June mm-hmm. or July, repeatedly, and soundtrack is outrageously good, but I will get to it in, in, in a show on its own. It's a wonderful JRPG, and I wish that audience kind of showed up a little harder for it. Well, we the ship hasn't sailed yet, so we'll see. Looks like a giant all money failure. tied up in like body pillows, and you know. <laughs> hey, hey, we all just agreed that Codename Steam had a great sound. That's true. That's true. Uh, but uh, we'll do two songs quickly from Xenoblade Chronicles X, which is again this you know monolith soft like spent years making it a huge RPG, mechs, crazy tiny font that is really hard to read. Uh, but I, the, the, I've only played for like two hours, but what I have played it really since I spent so like, you're halfway through the tutorial. Uh, <laughs> I have not made it to a town, <laughs> so sort of, yes, but it does remind me, since I actually played FF14 a lot this year, it mm-hmm. reminds me of like playing a solo FF14 uh, mm-hmm. with a little bit more action in the battles where you don't just have a lot of like hotkeys for commands. It's a little right. bit more like... It's think pretty on, intense. Yeah, think yeah. on your feet and, and react to stuff, but so yeah, the but songs I want to... The songs I picked, just two, uh, one name is Codenames with a Z. Tight. <laughs> the Monado. Oh man, the Monado, yeah. That's that's yeah, and then the first one, yeah? Yeah. I remember that. My only knowledge of this is playing Shulk in Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. He, uh, he's in this game. Is he? He stars in it. Is he feeling it? Yeah, totally, yeah, man. But he's an one. X? No, I have no, no I idea. Think he is. I don't think uh, he is. Those, <laughs> games aren't con- those games aren't connected. Sorry. Nope. Uh, so code names uh um, take take the code name Steam music we just listened to. Mm-hmm. Now right. imagine an even bigger budget. So we'll listen to uh code names and the next one I am so pleased to present to you mm. a song called Black Tar that... Is it about heroin? No, <laughs> but I want you to imagine it's the battle theme. This plays every time you engage in a fight. Uh-huh. It has lyrics. <laughs> I want you to imagine a 2015 big budget Linkin Park song <laughs> Boy. that plays in a video with game lyrics? with lyrics. Oof. So I can't tell... <laughs> If I absolutely adore this, or if I just sort of like it, yeah. I do not go into the negative. But I, uh, I can't. I think I love it. I'm still mm. formulating my opinion. I love that they had the bulls to put <laughs> the, this as the, ba- the, the battle. Theme. Yeah. If it's the one that I'm thinking of, I think it played, and I started to think, what have I gotten myself into? Oh boy, <laughs> do ready. I actually like this game? So, code names and black tar from Xenoblade Chronicles X.
we're stuck on a whole different planet. No peace looking at the sky, trouble's always all around, so we stay quick with the guns and cannons. Standing as long as you can until we get all dolls up. Then call our vets off, we'll blow the guitar, dealing with lives messed up. So how long when you're actually in battle do you do you have to wait to hear the lyrics or like do you have to be in a battle a long time? You mo- uh, well, I'm only a couple like an hour, mm-hmm. like an hour and a half in. I mean, it's in the first area that you hear that. Yeah, you that you'll hear that song over and over, but you ne- you rarely make it past the that guitar riff. That's what I was thinking. And like, yeah, I did get to the whole different planet. Yeah, what is this? Yeah. So the first why is this in here? The first rap. I'm surprised the first rap is like kind of a breakdown where it's like all the music kind of fades down and his voice comes up. Because it's coaxing you to hurry up. It's like there's I more guess. lyrics coming unless you finish the battle. There's five more minutes of this. Um, <laughs> Here's your incentive to finish it now. You won't have to hear anymore. So I think that first one's rough, but then when it comes it back and all of it is mixed together, I'm like, okay, this actually feels a little cleaner. It and does. I actually like it a lot once that happens. It's that first hurdle of like, oh yeah. no. And then it's, it's so close. So there's something about that style of like the long drawn out syllables and the faintly uh, English accent that mm. just makes me think of Buck Bumble. <laughs> Bump to the base to the biggity buck bumble. Yeah. I didn't, you did not say a swear that, word in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that Caribbean influenced version of hip hop? Sebastian. Just say Sebastian. Sebastian. Sebastian Mermaid. Oh, oh man. I just there are plenty well normally I can snacks. catch you before you do it, yeah. and like I, I, I had to catch myself. I'm able to see you like lean back and go. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so that's Black Tar. Uh, it says MPI and David Whitaker on that specific track. Um, you'll hear that over and over again. But I, that's just you know the the tip of the iceberg with that soundtrack. Though it's four discs. Uh, it's even though all I've heard of it now so far uh, has been really good. 
Um, the soundtrack is actually by uh, Hiroyuki Sawano. I was looking at the Xenoblade Chronicle soundtrack with all the uh, Yoko Shimomura and everyone else, but mm. uh, they also worked on. Um, <laughs> they worked on a lot of anime uh, music as well. Like, sorry, uh, sorry, there was an accident. I can't exit. How, out. how dare you? Uh, Kill a Kill, Attack on Titan, Guilty Crown, Zombie Loan. Uh, <laughs> Are you looking for a low-rate mortgage on uh, your house? So come to Zombie Loan. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins, which I've been told to watch. I, don't, I have not seen it yet, but I've heard it was good. Um, so, like, there's a lot of, like, there's a, a high pedigree for the music in this game. So, the soundtrack will take a while to dig through, but I wanted to at least get these two songs in here uh, quickly. Um, we'll move on now. Grim, you had alluded to earlier, mm. uh, was Bloodborne. Ah, yes. And we're going we're gonna to slow things way hmm. the F down. No, it's going to get really atmospheric. Going to get, so get uh, real with our blood bros here. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan Amon, uh, Tsukasa Saito um, on the soundtrack. Uh, we did a Dark Souls episode a few years ago called Darkest Demon Souls, um, <clears throat> which looked at Souls and then Dark Souls 1 mm-hmm. and 2 hadn't come out yet. So, yeah. we have not touched on 2 or Bloodborne, but since Bloodborne was one of the bigger games of the year, uh, the only song that stuck out to me really... Because a lot of the music is either non-existent, because most of the game is you yeah. in silence, fearing for your life, yep. and wondering what's around That's, every corner. I, I can't think of a single <clears throat> song I would associate with yeah, the so hours even, I put into Bloodborne. Yeah, even Souls, I struggled to kind of like, I beat them all, and I don't yeah. know any music outside of your home bases, which you hear over and over again. Mm. But a lot of the boss themes, yeah. you're not going to hear them over and over, and even when you do, it's usually under the constant stress of being destroyed. So yes. like, it's very hard for things to stick in my head, but... I mean, Bloodborne does get that... We'll talk about it more if VJ is doing. VJ Game Apocalypse, we're doing a lot of, like, countdown of our favorite games of the year. So if you look for more game discussion about the mechanics of the game, what we thought of it, we'll uh, be recording that shortly. Um, Probably be up shortly after uh, this episode airs. But the music is similar to, I felt, the Souls games. I couldn't really place if it, like, leaned a certain different way or not, but... Yeah, I didn't get super hard impressions off of it. So yeah, so the songs I picked were like "Hunter's Dream," which is your home base, and it's going to be way slower. Like it's going to be real calm and frankly kind of boring, but it's that way on purpose to have this like sense of like. Oh, we this... need a break from hardcore double bass guitar rock. Well, yeah, I want to slow everybody down. Um, so we're gonna take a take a moment here and listen to "Hunter's Dream." Uh, this does change halfway through the game when a certain event occurs, and you you add like I think a like a, a woman vocal over it, just kind of like humming. Or... It's it's the Majora's Mask Moon. It comes down. Yeah. So <laughs> and it's made of blood. Uh, and it's after a giant cries. pile of corpses falls out of it, but uh, <laughs> after that is the cleric beast, which is Vicar Amelia's theme, and this is more or less the first real boss that you fight. There is like Father Goscoin and what's the, uh, what's the other like? It's a great British. The blood starved beast. Yeah. There's that and. And then there's something else, like the first actual thing with a health bar that pops up. And I'm oh, sure. the Cleric Beast. Is that what it is? Yes. Is it the same song for Vicar Amelia and that? Or? I don't know. Oh. But that is the first boss. Oh, I the thought. Cleric Beast. You're right. Yeah. Um, but so this song is like, it's the first real boss. And it's just, when you're fighting Vicar Amelia too, it's like, this is like the first moment in the game where I was like, nothing was really, the game tries to go for this unsettling tone of like corpses and bodies and gross blood surgery stuff. And then it starts slowly weaving in this Cthulhu cosmic weirdness that I love and frankly I wish it went even further with mm-hmm. but this is a song that like when Vicar Amelia is like screaming at you and on fire and like like <laughs> like skin is hanging off of her and you're just like god damn like it's such an intense like overwhelming anxiety ridden fight that the song fits it very well um, so we'll do Hunter's Dream and the Cleric Beast uh, from Bloodborne Bloodborne 
that's just such a like again the word epic but like yeah i like the it, and it's like one of the <coughs> earliest bosses you've too, got so. you've got the big bombastic strings and you've got the higher pitched ones that come in yeah. above them and in the second the second verse or like when it repeats it adds the vocals behind that like it's just such a intense like hmm. i mean the game itself like is already a struggle is, a struggle to get through but that's like vicar amelia or the yeah. crack beast oh, okay well, yeah um, yeah, this, the track is called Cleric Beast, but I believe it also plays when you fight Vicar Amelia, which is yeah. your first real, like, event boss. That game does such amazing things with just, like, hanging ragged patches of fur. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Vicar Amelia and the Werewolves both do that really well. It's my favorite like, band, by the way. Yeah. Vicar Amelia and the Werewolves? Yeah, yeah. they, they yeah. suck, but I mean, I, you know, I, I like, like what they're it's, doing. It's like a prog rock band, like yeah. uh, Mike Milligan and the, the Kitchen Brothers. Yeah. Like, I can't get into it, but, you know, I appreciate the hustle. Uh-huh. And the costumes alone, man, like the makeup artist on this Seems team. to accept my dad. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I like I like my songs uh, shorter than 10 minutes. Well, this is a que- this does seem to be a trend in the year-end wrap-up songs where, like, everything is seven minutes. Hmm. Um, well, that's cool. But, yeah, I really I really liked uh, Vicar Amelia and uh, yeah. Yeah, just all the fights in Bloodborne with having to look up online what their, their weaknesses because it gives you no real indication. Yeah, that's my one big criticism is like like analog is often like Monster Hunter with the Souls games because like you have to you have to just put the time in to get good at it to survive and mm-hmm. with Monster Hunter at least you can get a sense of what element the monsters are and what kind of damage they're dealing and what would be good against them and with this it's like well is it more lightning or is it more fire or well this this all the armor in it is like there's no min maxing really it's just like they're all kind of vaguely the same and bad in ways and like i don't know i don't know they're hardly ever made a difference yeah hmm. like, like, i never i don't know in the previous games like oh this guy has a lot of lightning attacks i'll do a full lightning build yeah and it's just like i'm still taking huge amounts of yeah i'm taking, maybe huge taking 10 and then like you yeah. go off and grind somewhere and something clicks and you come back and you just mop the floor yeah. with them yeah. yeah that's how it goes yeah We'll move on uh, into the next uh, game here, which is Ori and the Blind Forest, uh, which I have not played, but Michael, you have. I have. And I hear you rather like it. I do. This almost made it into our Games of the Year list. Mm-hmm. Uh, got bumped for something else, but I reviewed this for IGN, actually. I, I had that privilege, and it is an amazing uh, Metroidvania 2D. I'm uh, surprised you haven't played it, because I think you'd love it. Yeah, I don't know how it slipped through. Like I kept hearing people saying, like... Metroidvania, yeah. like that's the exact kind of game it's, I like. It's so. like imagine, okay, first fifteen minutes of Up, followed by <laughs> uh, just balls to the wall, insane Metroidvania action. Huh. Like mm. one of the, it, it is, it can be ridiculously hard, huh. but really rewarding. Wow, right. and it kind of hits you with things completely without warning. Like, all right, I beat this boss. Oh my god, now I have to do this super intense one fake false move and you die escape sequence where uh, there's w- rising water right underneath me and tons of obstacles I have to jump up through. Mm-hmm. It's it's fantastic. It's and, what, Steam, Xbox, PS4? Yeah, no, I think... PS4, it, I think. Oh. Yeah, no, you're right. It's not on PS4. It was, yeah. It's Microsoft yeah. Game Studios. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm looking but, this up right now. It's on Steam, though. Yeah, I think it was... Xbox One exclusive when okay. it debuted, and mm-hmm. then it came to Steam a little later. Okay, yeah. Somehow this is one of those weird games that just slipped under my radar. Complete. I knew of it, but just didn't pay attention. Uh, Gareth Coker is the uh, composer, and this is another one, much like Bloodborne, uh, that is available to per. This is another one that's on Amazon that you can pick up. Um, and I listen to these ahead of time, and I, I really like them. And I mm-hmm. makes me want to play just to hear how they fit into the game. The first one uh, is the Ancestral Trees. Ancestral trees. Ancestral yes. trees. Ancestral. Ah, yes. Ancestral. Uh, also sign. uses a made-up language that the tree speaks. 
That's punch out. And now we're getting into the good stuff. And after that, after Ancestral Trees is The Spirit Tree featuring Aralai Brighton. Uh, and there's just some you know, backing vocals, harmonizing, uh, cool stuff there. Airline Brighton? Aralai? Aralai. Oh, okay. Aralai Brighton. Uh, but Ancestral Trees, oh, Spirit Aralai. Tree, oh. uh, from Ori and the Blind Forest. Pleasant. I like the pianos. And lots of lots of pleasant music in this. I'm kind of reminded I didn't finish Child of Light, but I get that kind of vibe. Yeah, right that's there. not yeah. accurate. Yeah. And then I did finish Outland years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the sequel to Bloom County. Yeah, is it? It's a joke for no one but Michael. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> we understand each other. Thank you, you Michael. Yeah. Um, but do you remember what Spirit Tree was from? Is that like from a specific point? Or? I don't remember. I played that uh, toward the beginning of the year when it came out. So. Yeah. That's one I, I also thought, like, that was this year. Mm-hmm. Keeping the uh, smaller, more compact game vibe going, though, uh, I finally touched upon Life is Strange, oh. which has been mm-hmm. coming out all year. Uh, episodic game from Don't Nod, who worked on Remember Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, all right. and then they took the 
I liked Remember Me. I and did it, too. And I, it, Life is Strange seemed to be like everything I really liked and thought was special about Remember Me. And I don't know. Like, well, it, it definitely takes like Remember Me was trying to do this like thoughtful thing about memories and life and existence and then trying to wrap it in a game that still has to be a combat game with mm-hmm. bosses and levels. And it's mm-hmm. like they don't want it's not about a world that you build and. It, it looks like a Assassin's Creed ish. It's a very pretty game. It's a gorgeous yeah. game. Really but so good like, it's it has its it has its ups and downs. I finished it and I was actually happy that I did because it, it is the kind of a unique one off that'll probably never get revisited and it's mm-hmm. done. It's also cheap and you can get the yeah. port on PC is good. So yeah, mm-hmm. the PC version gorgeous. So Life is Strange is from Donut and it's I I kind of I I only played through the first episode but. Um, it's on my list of things to do over Christmas. I'm bringing my PS4 with okay, me. Okay, there you go. Mm. I, I got it on Steam because over the Thanksgiving break, it was on sale for like $10 for the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. And I kept hearing that the music was good, and I kept hearing people like play, uh, talking, uh, talking about just... I only played the first episode, so it's not a spoiler discussion, but I, I like the angle of you do have... It starts at like a mundane, you're just a kid in school... And I like getting out of my comfort zone occasionally, mm-hmm. and this is like, I'm not a young girl applying for an art school, a photography school, but I did take photography classes with the aspirations oh, of being a photographer. Yeah. So, that's well, part... I only can play games that I relate to 100%. That's right. Okay. So, they need yeah. to be about men named Michael. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Men named Michael <laughs> with beards who are in high school. And want to fight in and Vietnam. I can, it's my I, thing, man. I cannot abide this <laughs> yeah. that makes me play as a girl in any game ever. So, ever. yeah, you play as a... a girl student who's trying to get into this photography school mm-hmm. who finds out she has the ability to rewind time and then it's just like being in high school and trying to make a bunch of like friend clicky decisions and then I know it'll ramp up from there with like friends and drama and like it's probably going to fly off the rail not in a bad way but like this I'm guessing the supernatural side will take over but yeah, right Cthulhu now Cthulhu shows up as you do who does Cthulhu oh man I wish yeah. it has that vibe though it has like from the very beginning it has this like something is off there's a missing girl a Twin Peaksy well, thing yeah. of, like oh, she nice. knew she and, knew everyone like I think it starts with you having a weird vision of oh, like yeah. a giant tornado about to destroy your little Oregon town yeah huh. and it's just such a like I don't play anything like this I'm not I normally don't pay attention and playing it for like an hour and a half was like this is actually kind of nice just like I'm not killing anything Mm-hmm. And there's, a, there's that but, one scene where they're in the art class, and she's like, "This is my model, Pikmin." <laughs> it's a deep HP Lovecraft cut for y'all out there. I, tried. I was there for you. Um, I do you, one thing. You owe me. I really like about this game is it kind of plays with the concept of choice that you know a lot of games. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- this one, it's like a lot of games that you know you make a choice, then you see the short term effects. You have to live with those. You get the long term effects later. Yeah. This lets you see what the short term effects are immediately. Yeah. Like you can see, okay, what are the immediate repercussions of this choice? Which one do I like? And then you have to stick with one. Yeah. You can rewind. And it will have other re- repercussions down the road, but you don't know what those are. Yeah. Like you can re- if you make one you don't really like. Like one of the early things is like you can tattle on someone for like this kid brought a gun to school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can you can tell that, and then the print you the principal or whatever gives you the usual like response, or you can rewind mm-hmm. and not say. But now you're on the principal's shit list. Or you're like you're on and then the, boom, the, your the team pregnant. Shit list. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was just interesting of like, what, yeah. There's immediate ramifications, but I know this will come up later. Yeah. Um, but the music is all very like under like understated, low tones. Um, 
But I did want to play one song listening on the soundtrack. It's called The Austin Strut from Episode 2. Uh, Does it start with a glass-shattering sound effect? Man, I wish. <laughs> uh, but uh, I want, we all need a little country now and then. So we'll do Austin Strut. This is from Episode 2. And after that, is uh, the main soundtrack is Jonathan Morali. Uh, and this is something, I think, from the first episode. But it's a little bit more atmospheric and quiet. So we'll do uh, the Jonathan Morali atmospheric thing first. But then uh, after that, we'll go out with... Uh, Austin Strutt, I think that is Jeremy Sherman on Austin Strutt, uh, which to me sounds like uh, country or walking down Main Street Disneyland. I can't really tell. We'll be right back. You're saying, uh, what is it, American Bandstand? Bandstand. What was American Bandstand? Uh, American yeah. Bandstand like was Michael's revealing the, his age. the white version of Soul Train. <laughs> Holy heck. <laughs> and it's, 
So back before I remember were... when, when I was a kid in the 80s, American Bandstand is what would come on after the Saturday morning it was cartoons. Awful. And it was, yeah, it was unwatchable. It was awful. But back I remember the were... theme song because I'd listened to it before turning off yeah. the TV. Before there were live streams on TV, kids, they had to fill air on television by showing teenagers yes. dancing for two hours straight as they with, played with pop music. Hey, the grind. Yeah. It, it, yeah. That's exactly what it is. But it's like, it, it may as well be a guy playing Kickle Cubicle for like an hour. Like that, no, they still do that in the Bay Area. What is that? Uh, it's, there's like oh, a, the coffee. It's on coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's just people dancing. Those and... people never got back to my email where I yelled at them for getting Looney Tunes characters wrong, and I will host your show <laughs> if I need to. Uh, it, that is Daffy Duck, not this, Donald Duck? This completely like, happened, and they never got back to me. Furthermore, wait, take me out there, the there is no Porky Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> but they said uh, my headcanon there is <laughs> this, it was just this woman on stage like that was a golden classic I think do you want to host this show you think you could let us know and I'm like yeah this was terrible and was like a jovial it, melody <laughs> you gotta stay on it man you gotta send that email how many people could have gotten back to them on that <laughs> god if you sit that at Friday after four thirty, like it's gone into a black hole. Worse a, Sunday at Sunday at two a.m. <laughs> oh, very <laughs> local reference to be making. On our nationwide podcast. <laughs> Furthermore, you cannot change the color of Sonic's arms. <laughs> oh, thank God we're moving on to the next soundtrack, which uh, is another game I haven't played, but that's usually the case for these games because I play like two new games a year now, is uh, Witcher 3, which I did keep hearing was really good and I really should play. I've been trying to pick it up on sale during this the holiday season. Uh, we have the soundtrack from Mikolai Struz... Did it, win, did it win Game of the Year at the Game Awards? Was that yes? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Mikolai Stroinsky. Uh, this on this is on iTunes. You can pick it up. Uh, I was recommended two songs from our friend Pat, who was on our Breathfire P-A-T? Breathfire episode and our Double Dragon episode earlier, earlier in the year. Uh, he suggested uh, these battle themes: Silver for Monsters and Steel for Humans. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, these are this, this includes a Polish folk band Percival, uh, along with Marcin. Gonna butcher this name because it's mostly consonants. I thought her last name was Gonna Butcher, and I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it ends in ski because it's a Polish name. So you're it ends in I C Z. X X P R Z Y B Y L O W I C Z. Prizblix. Makes a pitlick. That's gonna say that's the Superman five dimensional villain. Uh, so these are these are actually really interesting though because even though I haven't Shout played to our Polish listeners, we respect your culture. I no. I, well, Pat is, Pat has the, the ancestry there, so he. Yeah, I wish I could have asked him how to pronounce this ahead of time. Uh, but Witcher three, uh, silver for monsters, steel for humans.
So, Michael, you've played this game. I have quite a bit. Do you know where this music plays? No, not specifically. I know they're battle themes. In the library. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're battle themes, but I don't know precisely where in the game yeah, they play. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, again, it's it's been a little while since I've played this, um, even though I do really like it. But, yeah, I, I do remember the first theme uh, pretty prevalently in the starting areas. Okay. The uh, uh, silver for monsters. Yeah, well, it might it might be that it that's the monster battle theme, and the other one's the human battle theme. Oh, okay, which would make sense because uh, yeah, you, you use two different swords for two different kinds of enemies. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the whole thing with witchers is huh. they have a silver sword that's for monsters and a steel sword that's for fighting humans. Ah, silver yep. for monsters, steel for humans. Yep. This we all put, we put the gameplay tutorial in the song title. We uh, we solve the mystery. My favorite song, RT to block. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, no. It's click r- the stick to run. Silver <laughs> for monsters, because and it's a beautiful eighty piece orchestra. <laughs> the monsters show up, and you give them some money to leave you alone, uh-huh. and then the humans show up, and you give them. Steel. And then I steel. melt. Mm-hmm. And then I melt the steel beams for the humans. Yes, but which humans? Who the and witcher? You, can't, you knows. can't use jet fuel because, as we all know, can't. that doesn't melt steel beams. No. <laughs> <laughs> we have brought it full circle. Um. I don't know why and this is, it reminds me of Peter Gabriel's soundtrack to The Last Temptation of Christ. I had it for some reason. Uh, it's really good, but that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I, do those... I don't know if this Percival band showed up elsewhere in, mm. in the soundtrack or if it's just for like the battle music, for like the mm. backing vocals and... Uh, like the rest of the... Like picking up a random a random song called like Spiker Rug. I'm assuming most of the game is like orchestrated... Kind of behind yep. the scenes, flutes, wind instruments, oh. kind of stuff, which sounds very this pretty. Is the Mystic Knights of Tuna, no, so. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is when they all find out their master was killed. Or? Yes. Gandalf. <laughs> Nikolai Stroinsky. Uh, it is on iTunes, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kind of wraps up the look at games that came out this year. Again, there's so many more, obviously. But mm-hmm. uh, and if you have suggestions, like put Rock Band Four. <laughs> uh, let us know in the comments on VGEmpire.com because uh, that VG Mini, uh, those smaller episodes, make it possible to do especially things that came out this year that don't have sequels or aren't franchises or indie games even. Can like I quickly I know, rattle off something? Well, uh, Downwell? Uh, Downwell, yeah. which is by the guy that did the Spelunky soundtrack. It's really good. Oh. Um, uh, was it Read Only Memories, which is an adventure game? I did have that down. That has a really good soundtrack as well. Yeah. And I think probably my favorite of the year is the soundtrack for Dropsy, that clown adventure okay. game. Okay. Chris Schlarb mm. with the soundtrack for that, and it was fantastic. So I wrote all those down, and it was just like... It got to this point where there were so many indie games. Oh, yeah. Where I was like, I also yeah. do this indie game showcase every year, or every other year, but I'll probably start making that annual now, because what else am I going to do? <laughs> uh, but they, they seem like I could save some for that, and then like Splatoon is like, I could do a whole show about that, and yeah. then it just got really hard to decide what to put and what to stave off but like I wrote all those down Brett just hates indie games he's in the pocket of AAA oh, don't man. trust him but those, oh, both, all those three things are uh, you know games that I've I own and have started on but need to play but haven't yet because there's only room for one indie game and that's Undertale twice yeah. <laughs> I did finish Undertale twice so Why again Undertale not on here well you'll find out oh. soon huh. from VG Empire RSS feed Huh. Slash website slash you in 2015. You can, you can get where this is going, <laughs> um, but 
Uh, before I say the song is taking us out, uh, plugs obviously vgempire.com, which I've said before, but it's on iTunes, Twitter. Uh, appreciate all the comments, and all the support. We just posted a Tommy Tallarico interview, which is the prior That's episode, cool. which was really cool of him to come on and talk with us, not just only about like you know, Earthworm Jim video games live, but like what game audio was like in the early 90s, what was like putting those huge concerts and shows together. There's a lot of fun stories there. Uh, and I know y'all got things you want to share too. Oh, lasertimepodcast.com. That's the website we do all our stuff at. Tons of articles, live streams, video games, custom videos, and podcasts like Lasertime. Um, we'll have a bunch of stuff for you over the holiday break. We just did a show about the darkest moments in Christmas entertainment. Yes. And, yeah, not in real life because Grim really knocked that out of the park last year. Um, <laughs> darkest Christmas moments. Hey. Hey, good yeah. for you. This um, is like, yeah, like Rudolph and uh, like the, the strangely dark moments in these things that are presented. It's like, like no, the, the feel good movie and it's like this like what what movie where the kind generous hero crashes his car while drunk like like <laughs> yeah. what movie do you think that is and it might surprise you it might surprise you <laughs> it might sur- you won't believe <laughs> one weird trick you won't believe how this one weird trick will surprise you it's, it's a go. wonderful life there you go watch that movie uh, at pseudobred on twitter and at wiki bars on twitter and also listen to my Filthy and stupid show, uh, Video Game Apocalypse, uh, goes up every Friday, and we will have our top ten games of the year, some of which we may have talked about in this very show. Many of them. Should go up around Christmas, so uh, listen to that, download it, uh, share it with your friends. Yes, share everything with your Give friends. Give it five-star reviews. Normally you hear that in a higher-pitched voice. I would also like those things, um, but taking us out, uh, this is a, a, an iOS game that I really enjoyed called Horizon Chase. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, this Begin. racing game, uh, which is kind of the spiritual successor to Top Gear. But it's a really good iOS game. I'm a picky jerk about car games, but this is a really good mobile yeah. racing game. So this is fun. Uh, Barry Leach is the composer who worked on Top Gear and was able to come back. And do a modern take on that exact type of music. That Top Gear does have great music. Did a theme song for Top Gear, Panama. That cover. I was thinking of Van Halen, Panama. But I was turned on to this game through our friends over at Pixelated Audio, who do a video game podcast as well. And they did an interview with him, and I was recommend suggested to listen to that episode, and I did, and like. Every single song blew my mind. So not only should you listen to Pixelated Audio's, well, the whole show, but specifically the the episode with Barry Leach and Horizon Chase, but check the game out. It's really cheap on iOS. It's one of those, like, you pay up front, and it's just a video game that you can play and enjoy. You mean, how, but what about microtransactions later on? How do I pay for those? I don't even know that they're in there. I don't think they are. Because uh, it's just I'm a, not comfortable with this concept. <laughs> it's just a solid video game for money, which is a great thing. But... Like, really smooth gameplay. Like, in a racing game, you have to be uh, particularly picky about, like, the frame, the frame rate and, like, the handling. And all of it is, is, is on point. You're all three on your phones. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm looking up Horizon Chase. <laughs> I'm playing Horizon Chase. <laughs> <laughs> not the way you're holding the phone, you're not. I'm playing down well. You got me. <laughs> um, but taking us out is the track called The Finale. And this comes in, I think, several races in where you've gotten kind of accustomed to some of the songs already. Yeah. And then this song comes on and it's just like, holy crap. Like, just the intensity and the loopiness of it. Like, it's just so, it's so exciting. And it's it's what I like about game music, but in a modern format. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for it to be an iOS game as well, it's like, this proves to me, like, I can like things on my phone. And it's, no, not, yes. and it's not wrong. 
Um, but yes, that's what's going to take us out. We're only 10 years behind on that front, but we're working on it. I know. <laughs> but uh, go to BarryLeach.com. That's L-E-I-T-C-H. Barry Leach. He's a Scotsman. Uh, on uh, BarryLeach.com, you can check out more about the game and the music. And I think it's coming to PS4 or something, Ooh. Horizon Chase. Huh. Uh, really? But a, a, great, a great racing game uh, on your phone. But uh, the finale... Thanks for listening. We have one more episode to go this year, which is our album of the year. Last Woo. year, you might remember us uh, doing Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. You might have guessed from some of our hints what this year's might be. But uh, until that episode posts, again, Horizon Chase, the finale. Thanks for listening.